0: Hello. Hello? anyone around here speak basketball?
1: Welcome to the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Basketball Podcast. I am your host, Freddie Revis. And who, sir, are you? I am your producer,
0: Matt Duncan. Hi, everybody. We're the Confederacy of Dunks. Yeah, we're uh, stoked. We're on Raptors Republic. Let's go.
1: Woo. Um, Very, very excited to be joining RR. I've been a big fan for a long time uh you know shout out all all the ogs who who made this place what it is and uh yeah we're happy to to be a podcast in it and um and talk raptors uh we're a hardcore group of like you know actors comedians uh analysts just like maniac raptors fans so that's like Mm -hmm. the main qualification for the pod uh, and if you're listening for the first time, thanks. If you're coming back, if you followed us to RR, we really, yeah. really appreciate you. And, um, yeah, Maddie, D if people want to like help us out, if they want to, whatever, you know, give us good vibes. Uh, how can they do any of that? Yeah. I'll just quickly give a little bit
0: of a base of who, who we are, where we've been. Uh, Confederacy of Dunks has been a Raptors podcast since about 2014 is when I came on board as you, you you'll hear Freddie talk and Kevin, who's a guest on the show today, they, you know, started this podcast when Kyle came to the Raptors. So we've been, you know, we have this time capsule of episodes that we've been doing, you know, the ups, the downs, the championship. And, you know, you, if you want to go back and hear, like we did a great Kyle Lowry special, a great tribute for him. You, you can go to our archive on the podcatchers. It's called Confederacy of Dunks basketball podcast archive. And as well, we have a website, dunkspodcast.com. Dot com which is still under construction we're just tuning it up a bit but you can also go there and see our old episodes as well there so yeah we're just you know make sure to go to Raptorsrepublic.com. that's the main place we, you gotta go and if you know you're on the youtube please subscribe on the raptors republic page and uh, give us a comment give us a rating all that good stuff and yeah yeah we'll have more stuff to, to tell you in
1: the coming episodes sick maddie so professional you know he covers all the details like he told he gave you the real origin story um you know he probably left out some of the darker moments on my part like <laughs> talking about jared sullinger or yeah. um whatever uh shimori <laughs> ponds or in, you know basically like being in 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 the thick of it uh for the raptors like uh you know there's been some tough times but it's all good times right now we're heading into the playoffs we have two amazing guests uh anis hesmer and kevin douse yeah. uh and i think we're we're basically ready to get going here yeah but uh let me just say um we you know we try not to stray from anything uh uncomfortable uh, in this podcast so uh i will say if you're not familiar with the britney Griner situation please familiarize yourself uh, it's an absolute travesty and it's a really you know scary thing in a, an already scary time um and uh yeah it's something uh where we keep in mind on this podcast uh, and we we want to think about so have a look read some stories and um and you know if there's any any way that you can help I'm sure some WNBA players have causes that uh, that Brittany's a big believer in um so uh yeah get involved and uh I think I think with that said, uh, I'm excited to to get this first RR episode going. Yeah. So, uh, Maddie D, if you feel like we're good to go, please just give me those delicious words I crave so very much. Okay. Okay. Uh, Let's get going on this episode. I'm so unbelievably excited. Let's start with uh, where it all started. I'm going to bring on um, not even a guest, really, because uh, we started the podcast together. Uh, he, he's now, you know, he's a big-time Bay Street guy. He's a lawyer, but he's still amazing hardcore Raptors fan. And, uh, yeah, we, we did comedy together. We did commercials together. We worked for a small baby bath, bed, and spa <laughs> company together. And, uh, yeah, we started this podcast Confederacy of dunks, which he named in uh, a storage unit on Adelaide so uh, without further ado give it up as loud as you can even if you're at home alone for Kevin Doust
0: yay kev
1: my theme
2: music I just needed to listen to it for a second It just always makes me so happy man. <laughs> guys, I'm so happy to be here. I also have to insist I'm the smallest time Bay Street like you can get. I'm like, they've tucked Mm -hmm. me. They've tucked me by the mops. It's fine. Right. Um, Also, just want to share such a such a happy memory, which I think was what started this whole thing rolling was the day that Kyle Lowry became a Toronto Raptor. I remember, Freddie, you and I ran up and down the halls of the storage locker we were like, "This is Chauncey. We just got Chauncey. This is it." Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and uh, I think that was what started um, started the whole. Let's just start recording ourselves talking about this because we're doing this all the time.
1: Yeah, that's literally. I mean, we had we said that a couple times before, but that was we, we were just going insane. So we were like, "Okay, we need to we need to record this and like at least like release it partially from our bodies."
2: Yes. Yeah.
1: Um, Some call dude, therapy. You, uh, you're on Bay Street. That's all that matters to me. Okay. <laughs> okay. Cool. Uh, thanks for coming back. Thanks for you know being. Buddy, you. thank you for having I, me. No problem, man. Um, yeah, let's let's bring on guest number two because uh, we got playoffs and shit to talk about. So let's get right into it. But um, I mean, another amazing guest. He's uh, done the pod. Uh, I don't even know. Like a bunch of times, um, we worked together on roast battles. Uh, He's on, um, you know, children ruin everything right now. Uh, He's been on the Flash, the Blind Spot, Red Oaks, and you know, I think I'm I'm going through. He's done a lot of cool stuff, but like this week's been massive because he's getting recognized like in the way that he should be by Matt Devlin, William Liu, Alex Wong. Like people are like, Ennis Esmer is a total real one. I mean, I just want him to work his way to courtside I think that's like I don't know if it's possible I want it to be possible he should be a courtside personality you know along with his dad but like his dad can just do his own thing he'll just be there for the games give it up as loud as you can even if you're home alone for Ennis Esmer
3: ooh the jacket had to show him the jacket Freddy that's good music too I like that too it's nice Wow! Thank you for having me. Hello, <laughs> Whack the Republic. Little I logo there looks good on you guys. Congratulations on on the
1: move to the Double R. Thank you. We are very excited. We've looked up to the site for a long time, so we're happy to be here, man. Um, yeah, absolutely, Kevin. How are
3: you, buddy?
2: Nice to I'm see you. Good. It's nice to see you too, Ennis. It's, uh, yeah. I miss I miss the in person hangs. I miss I miss Game Five. No, oh. Game Four. Taking it from
3: the from the Warriors. It. Oh uh, man.
2: Those
1: are, remember place, hanging was, out in a
3: group indoors with people uh-huh. you didn't necessarily know that well?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Game Game uh, Four uh, of the uh, of our, our championship run against Golden State was my birthday, and it was wonderful. Uh, and it's his place. But you oh, know yeah. what? This is going to be a crazy off season, so let's make sure we meet up. And I honestly can't wait any longer. Let's start talking Raptors ball. Let's do it, Maddie. Go. Good sir, I know you're there. You already had that sick intro. Give me your best Raptors sting. <laughs> My name is, my name is, my name is Chicka Chicka, Chicka, Chicka Toronto Raptors. Okay, okay. <laughs> That's <laughs> you. What? <laughs> <laughs> hey. Flawless. We are totally up to date on what's going on in terms of the rap world, uh, <laughs> as you can tell. You know, uh, I've heard that
3: song a lot, and I never realized he's actually saying Toronto Raptors <laughs> in the song.
1: Yeah, you got to slow it down. It's like the it's like the <laughs> that famous Missy song. Like you just needed to like hear it in reverse. Oh, yeah, you know? mm-hmm. right. Um, wow, big Raptors fan, <laughs> huge, huge Raptors fan. Yeah, yeah like yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah, his his piston
0: love is overrated for sure. Yeah, yeah
1: Sam Jackson has his Raptor bag, uh, but you know, we didn't realize this whole time that Eminem was in fact saying, uh, I don't know, <laughs> Toronto Raptors. <laughs> some okay, bits over. Sometimes the bits over. Um, Kevin, I'm going to go to you first. Okay. Uh, just very plainly, are the Ra- are Raptors fans, Raptors brass, whatever, um, whoever you're perceiving out there, are we overconfident heading into this Philly series? And what is your prediction on the series?
2: Okay. So um, I'll do my prediction first. I'll say wraps in Six. Let's go.
1: Okay. Um, okay. Okay.
2: It, the, the overconfident, it almost depends for me on who you're talking to. There's some people who are like, I want Philly. Philly's our best matchup. I think we have a good game plan. There's holes in the roster. That all makes sense to me. That's reasonable. And that's like, yeah, I think I think there's lots of good reasons that we would have preferred to play Philly than Boston or Milwaukee. Uh, and, right. and I agree with them. There are some fans who are now like, oh, Philly's in trouble. Philly's dead in the water. Philly has no chance. And I'm like, I can't. I can't think like that going into a playoff series, you know? That's too, that's too jinxy for me. Um, I think there's lots, I, I'm almost, I have concerns a little bit about, about Matisse Tybel not playing and then putting on someone who can like actually shoot and that being a bit of a problem that we haven't like
3: game plan for it. Um, <laughs>
1: Roasted. That's a Teibel. Uh,
3: he may not have both of his vaccinations, but that was quite the shot. Hey. hey. Thank you very much. Um,
2: (laughs) But I I am sort of, I'm I'm concerned about like things happening that we didn't maybe game plan as much for like someone off, off of their bench. I mean, it's a thin bench. So that also helps. That's Mm -hmm. not like something we have to really worry about in the series.
1: Look out for Um, George Niang, baby.
2: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, or like does Mike Scott still play there? I feel like they should unretire him and just like dust him off Mike, the series. No, I don't yeah. think so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but I mean, I think honestly, the biggest concern is is Embiid going full MVP on us. Um, but I mean, we've we've shown that we can give him fits, and I hope we keep doing it because it's great to see. And like you can never. We were talking a bit before we started about you know like trading for Harden and what that gets you and it looks like he's hurting or something. He's not playing great, but I feel like I never want to discount that either because that's an MVP. You know, that's like a best offensive player in the league at one point. And Mm -hmm. who knows for, for any stretch of time you can get back in the conversation.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, not surprisingly, we agree on uh, just about everything. And I think like the Raptors do have a lot of reasons to be confident. Um, this is a team they can fast break on. Uh, this is a team that kind of like over dribbles the ball and the Raptors try to get teams to do that. But yeah, exactly. Harden, you know, I think out of, out of this, this week of rest, I, I can't figure out who would be benefiting more than James Harden. Like, especially if this Fred hamstring. Fred. Fred, yeah. Fred and OG for Freddy sure. OG but, for sure. But, like, you know, I think his hamstring clearly is, isn't is what it used to be or is sort of injured or something. And But, yeah, no, I think, like, this is a very favorable matchup for the Raptors. And the Raptors have also kind of grown into their style throughout the season. So that's sort of why, like, I phrase it as overconfident. Like, I think, yeah. you know, yeah, like, I mean, if someone – said we're going to sweep the Sixers, I'd say perhaps that's overconfident. But if someone said, you know, if I'm going to throw to Ennis here, but if he says, you know, Raptors in five, I I could be sold on that. But I just, I do think that it's the playoffs. Like, you know, what if Tobias Harris, like finally is, I don't know, like like lives up to like how much he's getting paid or what if Maxi is like, I'm going to make a statement in the series and, you know, ball deny Fred or whatever, like it's the playoffs. Uh, I think, you know, one thing I will say is I feel uh, like, you know, that, that, that Jimmy Butler thing where he's like pressure, either like, you know, builds diamonds or burst pipes. It's like, Maury's got to be feeling that, uh, you know, doc rivers and bead harden. Like, I don't know who in the Philly like world doesn't feel immense pressure. Yeah, so, they have
2: all of the pressure in this series.
1: It's it's insane. But I think also, you know, maybe somebody in that group responds to the pressure in a positive way. But, uh, yeah, and it's where you at. Are, are Raptors overconfident? What's your take I think the, the Raptors are going to win. Uh,
3: they're going to sweep. I think that's what's going to happen. They're going to win in four. Oh, yeah. Four games. Oh, yeah. yeah it's gonna be all, actually, they're going to win in three, and then Philadelphia is going to do the first ever um, playoff uh, forfeit. Exactly. <laughs> okay. To yep. Set a record, so I don't know if that's overconfident. No, no, no. Here's what's great about this uh this situation for the Raptors: if the Sixers lose, it's going to be like, "What's wrong with this franchise? What do we do now? Where do we go? Do they even keep Harden? Was yeah. any of this worth it?" Da da, da, da da If the Raptors lose this series, it's like, "All right, well, we're going to get better next year." Like that's it. Yeah, that's the take. Like I can't unless there's some massive implosion that the team has during the the series. We, the, all the pressure is off us, and it's never mm-hmm. been like that. And it definitely has everything to do with the championship. I think it has to do with the fact that we are not starting the round, the first round at home, which is mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, uh, the the uh, anxiety that that would cause us to worry about losing a game one, which they always do. That's yes. off the table because we're not playing at home. We're mm-hmm. playing it. Uh, we're playing on ESPN at six o'clock, which is very exciting. It's a real time. We don't have to be bitter about that. You know what I, I mean? Like the pressure is. Uh, Freddie's been resting for six days after the play-in is going to be over. Like it's off us completely. And I think that's, that's, that's the thing. It's like, I think this, this Sixers team, I think it's not as strong as the team that we beat in 2019. That's my, that's my hot take on this. I think that that team had, you know, you had like proven performers, you had vets. Butler is now hardened. And I mean, given what they put all together, hello, yeah, I think someone just came into my hotel room. um That's where I am, by the way. I'm not on a talk show set from the 1970s.
1: We'll stand by if Ennis yeah. goes disappearing, a la Dylan Gott. We'll update. Well, you, t-
3: you, you take that do not disturb thing off the door, and it is it is uh, open <laughs> season for you can What the hell was I saying? Oh yeah, I, I don't know. You th- like? Would you rather? Would you rather have 2019 Butler or this Harden? I don't know. You know what I mean? And I'm I'm not saying this sitting here going like, oh, I knew Harden was going to lose a step, but. All these teams that have these microwave expectations, Harden's been on the team for, what, two months? Mm-hmm. And suddenly they're supposed to be, this is supposed to be where the process is, and this is how it all comes out. I love Maxi. I think Tobias Harris gets a bad rap, but uh, I think I think it's a good, good to be confident and good to also realize that it's not the end of the world if we lose this series because we're just going to get better. Our whole core, our top seven guys are all signed for next year. Uh, most of them are signed for the next year after that. I mean, pressure's off. Let's enjoy this. You know what I mean. Over. I'm not even worried that we're confident. You know what I mean. I think it's great to be confident,
1: dude. Microwave expectations is the best. We yeah, are. I love that. We are an absolutely you know dig a ditch, slow roast franchise. Yeah, uh, we're doing. That. We're smoking
3: for four like,
1: days. We, we eat up uh, some, some rocks, put them in. The marinating. Ground. You yeah, know what I mean. We, we're doing all kinds of stuff. We are. We are like uh, ha- uh, me and Maddie went to the uh, Raptors 905. Uh, you know they unfortunately lost two. The um the uh the Delaware Sixers? Blue D- Devils Blue Coats who are the uh, Sixers affiliate oh okay uh, and they had Shamori Pons and Pat McCaw on the team wow awesome. championship pedigree uh, you know just watching Banton and Champagne who's not even eligible to play this year um we're we're really in in a good position to like you know just to echo your point and it's like like let's say we do, we lose right um, yeah. I think there's so many good parts about it is, you know, Scotty and precious getting real, you know, real, I think, playoff time, Fred and, and Pascal getting a chance to be the guys without Kyle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even like, you know, uh, Blake was on uh, the William Lou and Alex Wong, um, uh, sports net show today or the William Lou show. Um, but I love Alex Wong. So you got to throw him out. But, uh, no, like the, um, Okay, like he was just sort of talking about like uh the article he wrote uh, in the twenty nineteen um in the, the twenty nineteen playoffs where the practice players are actually like learning Phillies drills oh, yeah. and yeah. that sort of thing to help uh help the Raptors be prepared. And it's like, so yeah, think about guys like Champagne and and Utah and you know like you know, David Johnson and 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 Bonga, like this experience is so good for everybody. Yeah. And yeah, I, I also think we are going to win. I you know I, I framed it as like overconfident, just like you know, sort of as a joke. But um, yeah, let's uh, let's you know we're, we're going to talk more about Philly, but let's keep this baby rolling. Maddie. i'm
3: excited about how they do that's that right. thing where they because jordan lloyd was steph curry in uh, the 2019 right wasn't that the yeah, idea he was, right. yeah he and was, he was uh, like who who is Embiid for us does champagne just like stand on on the like, climb on Utah's shoulders it's got to be <laughs> And they wear one jersey over the two of them like a kid trying
1: to sneak into <laughs> the movies to me it's got to be bonga
3: yeah yeah there you go yeah. he's yeah, got the wild.
1: size and i feel like he's got some strength maybe it's banton that's not something on.
3: only the raptors do right that can't be like it's so that must really be thing yeah. That it's yeah. like, oh yeah, every team should do that, but it's. I mean, I, I can't. Yeah. That's a that's a tough gig. They're like the stand-ins on a film set, but they gotta like, they gotta do the job of uh, of these all stars, and that's crazy. Imagine that having the pressure of like not playing on the team in the playoff games, but also having to like replicate all stars on the opposing team. That's stressful. So yeah, it's, it would to be all those guys. I know. You know what Euros.
1: I'm saying? Philly has all the pressure, but maybe. Our G League team has all the pressure because they have to be like Philly. Imagine like, they're like, okay, so Banton, like after you get annoyed a while, you're, you're in So you actually have to start to crumble, right? You know, yell at a Philly fan. Yeah, we did an
2: emotional arc here.
1: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, totally. It's like champagne to your hardened, Right. So like, like when someone's screaming to pass, you look them off for 20 seconds. Okay. Like you don't pass them. Okay, I'm. This, yeah, they
3: do they do complaining drills mm-hmm. for Hardness. Just him going like,
1: yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, one of them's uh uh Thibault, and he's like just like there half the time. Um, <laughs> okay, this is uh, just
3: open season on Matisse Thibault. It great. is. He's know.
1: almost a raptor for Crown Outline yeah. Uh, yeah, he's actually such a sick player too. Um, yeah, but uh, okay, Maddie, come on in because I want to do the the silly question now. Uh right. and let's go to we're gonna stick with you, Ennis. Um yeah. well, I guess I guess sorta silly, but just kind of yeah. like a uh oh gearing merch. up to the gearing up to the playoffs <laughs> type thing. Um the bandwagon fans are about to come back, whether they realize it or not. Uh they're gonna join. Maybe it's like after a series win, but I think they're already like starting to file. People are looking for their 2019 merch and putting it on. What you know is your advice to the fans coming back, and maybe some new ones. Um, you know
3: what? I, it's so weird because mostly I just talk about Raptors with you guys and uh, and like diehards. So I haven't thought about or encountered really like Fairweather fans who are like, oh, they're great. Who do they have? Like in so long, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I can't remember the last time I had like I had I, I, you know someone asked me for guidance on how to root for the Raptors because everybody I know like knows everything you could possibly yeah, know. They live like, and breathe. Yeah, I think it ties into the first question, which is just like, we're good. If we lose this series, it's not like, like, don't freak out it mm-hmm. because it could happen because, and I think what's great about the, the the NBA period this year, especially in the East, is like we were three or four little, you know what I mean? Jokic doesn't block, OG's put back, we, we can beat the Pistons once
1: um, we Russell doesn't steal that will that never happen, us That, yeah. Three, yeah, never, we're never be yeah. the business
3: because it started with the Eminem thing because he shouted out the Raptors and Dwayne Casey took that personally. <laughs> that's right, it all started Yeah, right. There. That's what, <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, we're we like, can you imagine this? We're we could have won the conference this year, we could have yeah, finished top three, that's yeah, and we were right, like, we're, we're we're five games out, like, it's insane to fathom based on what, I mean, even the, the most optimistic Raptor fan would have thought about this team, you know what I mean? Because there was all this Suggs, Barnes stuff, which dissipated mm-hmm. incredibly quickly, probably the day that he showed up uh, in Toronto in the offseason. But, like, there were a lot of questions, and Kyle left uh, kyle size hole on the team. And and so I think it could be justifiable to be like, oh, playing, oh, God, like, okay, sure. But, I mean, we've already blown past so many expectations, that I just think that the message is like, If we lose, it's fine. This is where they're going to learn and get better. No one's going anywhere. This is our team for a little while. So buckle up and stay following them next year. And also uh, don't wear that spaghetti, handful of spaghetti basketball net shirt. (laughs) If you still have that. I know that's from like the 2017 playoffs. but uh, I do occasionally sleep in that one. Uh, Yeah, uh, that's what that's for. That's what that's for. It's for sleeping, it's for...
1: In home workouts. <laughs> it really is. If you have the old yeah, if you have the old spaghetti factory uh Raptors t shirt, um, you know, that's Who kind even of started
3: so- that but well, that might have been you guys that, that coined that that were like that those those shoestrings or that basketball that looks
1: like spaghetti. Yeah, it, so it, it might have really been on this is. podcast. There's also the one t-shirt where it's like, is that a beaver? I don't understand. Yeah, it's like the flexing, the flexing. <laughs> the, shoe, the, the
3: aqua Teen hunger force, like, yeah.
1: Oh, shoe. that
3: is the vibe. Good
1: call. That always it always
2: bugged me that it was sort of familiar. And that that's yeah. totally it. There yeah, were some the, the, good t-shirts them too.
1: Now.
3: Oh, for sure. Oh, like that whole the 2019 they had room, like,
1: finally like, had good shirts. They had all the, like the, it was like over the course of maybe the buck series. Mm-hmm. They had like, um, like, just like the cool drawings of the actual players.
3: Yes, that was dope. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, this with yeah, right. and like the little graphic uh, mm-hmm. collages of all, and he, especially that one they gave out of the ring night where it was just the Raptor holding the trophy. That was That's the best one. But, oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, we'll be fine either way. We're on our way.
1: We are absolutely on our way. That's perfect advice. Actually, uh, a friend messaged me. He was like, how do I catch up on the Raptors? And I was basically just like, Everyone's having a wonderful, <laughs> wonderful year. OG and and Fred have been, you know, injured, which which kind of sucks. But uh, other than that, it's it's pretty amazing. And our, we have a style that's slowly changing the league. Um, so yeah, just be happy. Pretty much, um, Kevin. What's up? What, yeah, what, so, what are you going to tell new folks?
2: So yeah, echoing what Anna said, like first of all, relax and enjoy it. There's like. <laughs> There's literally nothing to worry about. I feel like that there's some leftover, leftover fans from 2019 who are just like so angry. Anytime the Raptors like don't even do a little bit well. And like, I feel like that's a part of Raptors fandom where it's just like, you need to understand how bad it was for so long. And just like, if we have guys who seem nice and try, like that's plenty for me (laughs) to be totally honest. So like, get wrapped up in the personality of this team because everyone is the best. Everyone's so nice. Everyone is, has a fun story. Um, there is, I have a friend at work who is asking about it and I just basically sent them the Scotty Barnes article as I like, read this, watch everything Scotty does. He's great. He's a constant source of entertainment. Um,
1: shout out James Herbert.
2: Yes. Shout out James Herbert. It was a fantastic article. Um, and, uh, and yeah, like basically I'm just like, if anyone wants a tutorial, I will talk until you tell me to stop. Uh,
1: <laughs> like a true uh, Raptors fan, yeah. And then exactly. somehow you make your way to Barnyani and they're like, "Easy, boss." It's, yeah. yeah, uh,
3: yeah.
2: Sure. <laughs> um, and uh, and other than that, like just watch the games and, and enjoy it. They're they're doing this wacky thing that I think in five years everyone's going to be trying to do. You know, if you read, I'm reading mock drafts right now, and everyone's talking about six nine and switchable and that's like every it's part of everyone's profile It's like how switchable are you and, and what's your wingspan and like you know it's i i really think we're we're ahead of a curve here and in, in a similar way the warriors were or the suns
3: yeah. before them i guess but yeah remember when uh but in the opposite direction right like remember when the rockets traded clint capella and got even smaller yes remember when that happened and yeah. like just think of where we are now and like I don't know that's crazy it's something you don't even like no one I don't think anyone wants to give the like I can't even wrap my head around it that like not only have the Raptors changed the perception of like Canadian basketball and you remember like seven eight years ago it was a joke to play the Raptors you know like no one was scared of them and now you got everybody's Mm -hmm. like at the all-star game they're taking polls saying they don't want to play the Raptors and now the fact they're actually like innovating a way to play is just nuts.
1: It's amazing. You know, I mean, uh, it's not even a, a Raptors question cause I don't want to give it too much time, but like, you know, I, I get the, you know, the, the nurse stuff from LA, but it's like, that's like, because they're Jeez. trying to sound organized Listen. for their yeah. own fans. Yeah. Right. They're trying don't, to mention, so like, oh, we're, 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 we're trying to get trying a to really good guy. It's like, yeah. Yeah. He, he's, he's awesome. And you, you know, I'm sure when the Warriors floated the Siakam rumors, it's like, I get it. You want Siakam. He's awesome. Um, we have a lot of good players and a lot of good stuff. And I, I just wanna jump on just before I go to you, Matt. Yeah. Um the like this idea of changing things. And like I just was walking around today and all I do is think about basketball. <laughs> and uh, I really, you know, adding on to the wingspan thing, Kev, I feel like there's there's gotta be some like some nerds gotta do a thing on uh, like rebound radius. And I think with, with what the Warriors and the Rockets did to the league, you have all these like sideways rebounds all over the place. And I think the solution to that is long arms. And part of what we've done is we haven't worried about, you know, a, a big lumbering center because you want guys like Boucher and Thaddeus young. And, you know, Birch is a great offensive rebounder. All of these guys coming in have long arms. So when the rebounds are long, It's perfect. And it's sort of like this thing that, yeah, I mean, of course the league will try to catch up and there's a copycat sort of thing, but six, nine and switchable is like pretty hard (laughs) to get. And you know, that I think that was part of the draft, right? Like the whole, someone already mentioned Suggs and Suggs look great. I wanted Suggs, but as soon as the Raptors drafted Scotty, I was like, I bet you Messiah knows something I don't. (laughs) And uh, turns out he did. Right. So shock um, Maddie, Yo. what's up you've you know you're a hardcore raptor fan now but yeah you, you've come aboard you also yeah. have that like that leafs fan knowledge and yeah i think yeah. there's some of those fans coming not and the leafs trauma fans, the
3: trauma like, of being yeah. a leafs fan oh
1: the god toronto trauma you know what i mean but like <laughs> but yep. yeah there's a lot of there's a there's a pain here that's unrecognized so like yeah what's up
0: that's funny you're, you're mentioning some points that i did want to talk about first off if you're a new fan here jumping on the bandwagon Know that none of us called the Raptors to draft Scotty Barnes. So that guy that you're seeing play, none of us thought he was going to be in the top four. So it's like very special to have him playing the way he is for us. So really enjoy that because we haven't probably been this excited about a rookie since Bosch. I would say that Vince panned Carter, out. I'd say, yeah. Since Vince you, Carter. you don't
3: know how excited I was about Bargnani.
0: Well, no, better. I'm saying you could be excited, <laughs> no, it didn't pan out though. Uh, that's, that's <laughs> but it's true. <laughs> you know, I will say that, uh, yeah, like the, the pressure of 2019 that think of what the team had, what a joy it was to watch them go through that, but the pressure was immense. We cut out our heart with DeRozan to get Kawhi. We all knew in our hearts that he wasn't going to come back, so it was like this is all all or nothing, and it amazingly worked out with all that pressure and everything. But now it's flipped. They don't got that pressure. It's like they didn't think that we were going to be even in tenth place, and look at us sitting in fifth. Like this is like we we should be coming into this series with just like a relaxed. Cool feeling, and I'm looking at you, Leaf fans, because I know you're gonna be bandwagoning <laughs> over, and you guys could get a little nasty. Okay, so just you know, come enjoy the game. Sure. But then when, you know, if things don't go right, don't attack the players on Twitter. Don't, you know, say that they suck and nurse and this and just just go back. Go back to your homes and relax. Go okay? back to your, home. back to your homes. Last thing I'll say. <laughs> If you bandwagoners are going to a game, sorta is on the third level only. <laughs> Stop bothering people on the bottom levels about sorta
1: You want it, you go up top. So yeah. they got hot lettuce there? <laughs> they, got, they got nice uh. hot lettuce. Um, <laughs> Cherry Street, Ger- <laughs> straight Cherry Street Grills on the third floor, I think too. Wait, so. did they
3: get rid of the sorta on the first floor? Because that's not a, not the
1: best. Uh, Wait, there was one there. Yeah. No, oh, if you just don't go floor. to the first floor. <laughs> 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 yeah. Listen. Yeah, not, I think you much. just you're not heading to the first floor, but the sort, hey, of, there's that sounded ten sort so of shawarmas sorry. in the building. Okay? Holy shit. Okay. Uh Stop. there's an elevator sort of shawarma <laughs> <Holy shit>. <laughs> <laughs> If you can find it. It's a guy with a bucket. Okay. It's like when you get, like, Wendy or A&W at Horseshoe Tavern, you're like, what's going on, you know? Um, <laughs> okay, sorry. That's, that's just weird. Um, I've
3: never had a sort of shawarma, and I won't, just because of the name. I just can't. But sort
1: of. I'll say this. The lettuce is piping hot. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> that really burn does burn your tough. mouth on that lettuce. Like if you want <laughs> that, and I, know, and I know you don't. Is, I know you don't. If you do want it. Is it that, like
3: convection oven or is it just drenched as well? Is it just like the soggiest, hottest <laughs> lettuce of your life? The lettuce is soaking wet i yeah. piping hot
0: piping um, freddie you listen to freddie so you listen to a lot of uh a lot of raptors podcasts. does any other podcast talk about sword sort of shawarma as much as us
1: we talk about it the least really? hey matt <laughs> i'm talking like like locked on sam uh, everyone they talk about sort of shawarma like they give it 45 minutes minimum
3: <laughs> they have a lot
1: Fair of enough. shawarma special <laughs> um, but uh fair is fair uh so you yeah, I'll, I'll say to new uh, new fans you guys cover it all like uh just enjoy the ride and know we're the youngest team in the league we're the most international team in the league vibes are cool we're doing new stuff and um we're also going up against like some you're going up against like an mvp candidate uh, and a former mvp and um and, and danny green that'll be exciting right so uh it should be a good year and, and Philly and Toronto, you know, this will be a fun, uh, like best two out of three in a sense, right? We lost on the Vince shot. We won in a Kawhi shot. We'll see what happens here. Um, but yeah, let's talk some NBA. Uh, we're actually going to do a, a question that Ennis suggested, which is a pretty perfect one. Um, Matty, good sir, please give me your, uh, your most delicious Adam Silver or weird new NBA sting. I'll be back right after I hear some stuff about the National Basketball
2: Association.
1: Okay, calm Arnold. What? <laughs> I really had to, I had to like.
2: Arnold, Arnold really not wanting to upset you. He's just like, don't worry. That's it's fine. He's like talking
1: to a child. Yeah, that's like I don't even know. I'm so used to Arnold like yelling in movies, but yeah. like, that's like Arnold I think he said in the Tom library. Tom
3: Arnold, so I got confused.
1: <laughs> yeah, was that Tom Arnold doing? Uh, <laughs> Arnold, is this a weird <laughs> scene from True Lies? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Take off your clothes slowly." <laughs> hey, Tom Arnold, sorry. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> um, I, I, yeah, I don't know what Tom Arnold even sounds like, so. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think you
0: got it. I I do have a a Tom Arnold cameo. That's a true story. So I can tell you exactly how he sounds. Oh
1: Yeah, it's like seven minutes, right?
0: Yeah, it's crazy. It's insane.
1: (laughs) Um, Okay, well, I won't ask any more questions about that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Let me go to you first, uh, Kev. Yeah, just, uh, I think, yeah, there's, I mean, Ennis kind of brought this concept up, like, you know players uh going to different franchises and sort of like the franchise still doing well mm-hmm. um so yeah i just want to see what you guys like it, it can be recent it can be not recent like whichever way you want to go with it but uh what's a good example of like the grass isn't greener um in the nba
2: uh i mean i gotta give it to none other than james harden mm. being the example He 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 embodies that in a bunch of different ways you know mm. he's uh, I mean, leaving. Okay. So, no you fault. They didn't want to pay him. That one's, that one's fine. And I'm usually not one to kind of like put it all on one guy, but f- between like, okay, well, you know, I need someone. Right. Yeah. But, but then it was also yeah. like, you know, I need someone good. Get me Dwight. No, Dwight's no good. I need someone better. Get me Chris Paul. No, Chris Paul's no good. Get me Westbrook. We can play together. No, he's no good. And then it's like, no, trade me, trade me here. Okay. Now I'm in Brooklyn. Things are going to be fine. Okay. Well get me out of Brooklyn. It's not working. Get me to Philly. And it's like, yep. you know, I, I'd like it, I'm not entirely faulting him because as a, as a superstar player, what do you do but find try to find the best situation for yourself? And if it's mm-hmm. not working, I guess you know we're we're in that age where like players can advocate for themselves, and I think that's ultimately a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it definitely he swung and missed a bunch of times, and I, I think I think the things he was looking for either in teammates or in team structure or or. Uh, you know, roster composition just haven't been hitting for him. And, and it happens over and over again. So I wonder if, you know, he were to just stick and, and as I mentioned, you know, he's two months in, he's supposed to be like the thing that fixes Philly. Like what would happen if he had just stuck with Brooklyn and tried to work it out or things like that. Um, so that's mm-hmm. supposed to be Harden. like
3: the, a dynasty when yeah. they got hardened. Yeah. I mean, they were supposed to be a dynasty before they got hardened, but like, yep. yeah, it's obviously there's a, something completely unprecedented. Happened everywhere uh with covet but like yes yeah i mean you know I, I think it was zach lowe who was like hey if they if they had changed the vaccine mandate a month earlier is he still playing in brooklyn and it's like oh my god i don't <laughs> know, you know yeah that's, it, I, I can't imagine like i don't know the, the whole the full details of why he wanted out or why they thought they had to uh sell high on him or whenever they you know um because he is a free agent after the season right he has an option mm-hmm. yeah Yep. I think that was the fear, but it's yes. so they played what, 16 games together. It's like, yeah, it's was wild. supposed to be warriors East or whatever you want to call it. Like there was, they were going to be a problem for years. Yeah. And they have been, but in very different ways, yes. in a very different, different, different meaning of the world problem.
1: And yeah, just I'll, I'm going to jump on your point, Kev too, with, um, for me, the, the most perplexing one, it's like, yeah, like, you know, we're talking about Brooklyn and there's some weirdness there with, you know, Maybe he didn't expect uh, Kyrie to not play and KD to be so injured and, you know, some, some of the vets they have, whatever. But I think the one that does it for me, even, you know, maybe you're like, ah, it wasn't working with Russ or whatever. But the one where I'm like, wow, is is CP3, right? Mm -hmm. Because Mm CP3 goes to OKC, brings them to the playoffs. Then he goes to the Suns and they're the best team in the league or, sorry, one of them. And it's just, it really, I think, that part of the equation is like, man, you you actually almost beat the Warriors, yeah. But CP3, you heard his hammy,
2: yeah. That, and, that was the year where Houston was like really cooking. I was like, okay, they could oh, like, yeah. they could go to the finals, no problem here. And then yeah, yeah Chris Paul got hurt, and that was
3: basically it. Yeah, wasn't it the yeah. next year where the Warriors who got hurt? That was when Durant got hurt, right? And they like the Rockets had a chance to even take it. Like that was the year that the Raps yeah, like, yeah, they yep. were supposed to be right. They were up three two. And uh, and Durant, when Durant got hurt, something like that. I think they had the lead or something. I mean, they. they just, I, I, can't I think believe they, they lo- didn't beat the Warriors with that
1: team. I feel like they lost in six in that series, but maybe, well, maybe I'm wrong. wrong.
3: But I mean, the fact that they yeah. you know they had it, they had a clear path as far as uh, to use a basketball term.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Uh, but welcome. yeah. Harden's uh, perfect. Um, Ennis, what's your grass is greener?
3: Well, I got two of them for you. And they're, I mean, it's a Schadenfreude thing, and it's all tied into like this Lakers. Listen, it, I, it's not about the team, the players, the individual players, but the media and the way the NBA uh, places importance on LA being good and New York teams mm-hmm. being good. It will never not sour me as a Raptors fan because I've been following this team for what almost 30 years, and it's been like that. You know what I mean? The only time we get like, you know, we, 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 how many times we Christmas, Christmas games, right? We, the year after we win the like championship yeah. and the year after, you know, Vince Carter makes his first splash. Yeah. So two in our history. And it's not like, I mean, just an example, but like, uh, what's happening with forget the nurse. I don't even want to uh, yeah. waste any breaths on the nurse saying, just saying you want something doesn't make it news. You know what I mean? Yes. Right. Wondering right. what it would be like. If yeah. Make it news. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, the fact that the pelicans not only won vital games to oust the lakers from the play in tournament but i would almost suggest that i mean not even almost suggest that team has a way brighter future at this point you know oh, and they have
1: days. all the lakers picks <laughs>
3: Yeah, they got and the Lakers won't have a first round draft pick till 2027 20, or is that right? 27 or something like that? And I forget, yeah.
1: but Pelicans have a lot of Lakers assets. Yeah. <laughs>
3: the symbolism of, yeah, and like Ingram, and I mean they moved Hart, but they got CJ McCollum for him. And like what's going on with that team? And even whatever happens with Zion, they're either gonna get him back or trade him for something else great. Like if he if he's gonna be another A D and force his way out of that city, uh and this is like, again, not, it's just, a, it's just a straight up grass is greener thing. You look at it and what the Lakers do as far as their way, the, the way they're building a team speak about uh microwave, I call it microwave hubris really, because like, Ooh. look at, look who's going far in the, in the playoffs and who's, who's finishing at the top of the standings. Like it, these are teams yes. that have taken time to build and have cohesion. Yep. And I'm not saying don't go get, you know, the best guys available, but like. The Suns built, that's all through the draft, right? Booker, Aiton, Bridges, that team has a core. You bring in CP3, look what happens. The Grizzlies came out of nowhere. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I don't think people thought they were going to be this good this fast. And John Morant's already looking like a Hall of Famer. And then you got the Lakers who, like, got rid of all those guys. Like, you look at, you know, Russell, Randall, Ingram, Ball, like, these guys, you know what I mean? Just imagine, hypothetically, if that team had somehow stayed together. Not that it didn't have flaws, but... Uh, so I think that's a great example of like uh, expectations on the Lakers of, and then look what happens the Pelicans make the playoffs uh, and the Lakers don't you know what I mean and I really think that next year it's I don't see how it gets better for the Lakers until they get off one of those contracts or LeBron retires and they fully have to reap they're like the Leafs in a way except they've already you know they won uh, won rings recently <laughs> but uh, that's a big difference but you know they're 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 the, the, the way that team is built is just, it it doesn't seem like the grass is greener. You know what I mean? And like the the Pelicans are, they're a fun team and they're a fun team to root for. You know what I mean? So, and the other one is, I don't think, I think the Raptors are going to make the finals before the Clippers do. So that's my, that's my take on that. And it's like, if you think about how devastating it was when Kawhi left and, you know, Don't wish anybody uh, ill or it's not about that at all. It's again about perception like the, you know, Lawrence Frank winning executive of the year, everybody predicting the Clippers are going to make the final. Like they haven't made a finals and they got a bunch of money. They have like $120 million tied up in George, uh, Kawhi, Markeith Morris, Norman, and, uh, and Kennard. And then that goes up by 10 mil the year after next and they're all under contract. And it's like, and they've, they've dealt a ton of picks too, right? All, OKC has all their picks and pick swaps. Meanwhile, Raptors are finishing fifth. And uh, I think they make the finals before the Clippers do again. So there's that. You know what I mean? In terms of grass is greener. And I feel for Norm. I miss Norm so much.
1: I, I love Norm. Yeah, I feel I for Norm. Norm. Yeah. 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 And not,
3: this is not about Kawhi's decision in the least. But it was like, boom, Clippers are going to win. You know, Nets are going to make the finals. Lakers, they're going to dominate now that they have AD. And those things haven't happened.
1: Yeah, I I think there's totally been um, this sort of like I I mean I, I always rant about it on this pod, but like this this NBA kind of marketing crisis where they like, (laughs) everything's built around them expecting superstars to be the only driving force to like success. But yeah, I think we're witnessing like real teams and not that those teams don't have superstars, Booker, you know, uh, and, and, and Giannis and and Aiden, you know, like real like stars, you know, but. Bam um, out of bio. I
3: mean, these guys are, you know,
1: my mine, uh, I uh, I'm I'm glad you guys didn't bring it up because I feel like it's it's a solid last one. But uh, you know, you leave OKC to play with Golden State. You get a bunch of you know critique. You win two championships. Things are great, and you're just like, hey, I I'm actually not all about winning, and I'm going to go to Brooklyn because I don't want to play with Steph and Clay and Draymond, and my name's Kevin Durant, and I think. I can do what LeBron does where I'm going to go to a new place and just dictate all of the terms and make a championship. And I mean, Kevin Durant has like, oh. the, like what he's done on his return with Achilles is, is immaculate and amazing, but I, I'm always left thinking like, what if you just did that on the warriors? Like, I think you'd you'd still be the warriors kind of like, mm-hmm. you, you know, cause cause clay obviously was injured for a long time, but if Durant stayed with the Warriors, like I, 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 it's hard for me to not think that they would be, you know, like m- more so contenders than they are now. And uh, yeah, like you made that big move, it worked, and then you also made another big move, and it. I, I don't think it has worked. Yeah, there was the Buck series, toe on the line, we get it, but the things are that close, and it didn't work out. And who knows? Maybe you're about to make one of the most immaculate. Uh, you know, runs we've ever seen and make the play in the most exciting thing ever. Like let's hope for an entertaining thing or whatever. But uh, I don't know, man. I, I feel like Darius Garland might do more than, I don't know. I mean, Darius, that, sorry. If I get aggregated, Katie's better than Darius Garland. Okay. <laughs> um, uh,
3: well, now hold but, on. Like, don't you think Curt Durant had such a tough, like, he was when LeBron did it, it was like, Oh, player empowerment. When when KD moved and I get the, it was a shorter walk and he went to the team that beat them and he went to the best team, but like, he got it so bad for years, even when they won that I'm not even mad at his move to the nets. And like that really, how much, like everything that's happened around that team has been like exclusive of him, you know, all the drama that they've had and the complications Mm and, and, you know, just the, the humanity going on with the, 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 COVID and, and totally. how it's affected players on that team and how complicated this all gets. And, and uh, I'm going to stop short of defending uh, anybody who's anti-vax, quite frankly, but uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, there's no way anybody saw any of that coming. So I think you can definitely like, yeah, I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm pro Durant in terms of like, I forgot that was even a thing to be like, you shouldn't, I didn't even know that was an option for him to stay on, on, on
1: I, I, I guess I the just assumed- the franchise was going. I assume G state would have, I guess, yeah. Part of my assumptions is that if, if Durant was like, I, yeah, I got going to take a long time to come back from this injury, but like, I'm a warrior now. I feel like they were like, they would have been like, Oh, we got you max contract. Like you're Kevin Durant.
3: Um, yeah. No, you're, yeah, And they were his own yeah. free agent. Right. So they definitely uh, could afford. I,
1: I, I kind of assumed, and, and, but I, you know, I get it. You want it to to pair with Kyrie. I just feel like even that is like Kyrie ain't Steph, man he's not even close. And I think, yeah, it's, it's a complicated, I think, you know, KD's always been navigating this complicated legacy, like Mm -hmm. sort of like adjacent to LeBron, but, you know, being like better than LeBron in some ways, like, you know, better scorer, I think. And like, it's, it's, he's, I think he's in this weird territory where he's like a for sure top 10 player. And I think, you know, just as like, obviously he's, he's, he's lived his life perfectly, but like, I mean, yeah, I think, it would have been a different narrative if he just, if his narrative was like, well, I have seven rings. Yeah. So like, Mm -hmm. yes, I left OKC, but I have seven rings. Like, I I think, yeah.
2: I think he was having an honestly like bad time in Golden State for a minute one. Yeah. I don't think he was enjoying himself at all. I think that like he had to deal with, like Draymond is probably, he's, seems like an awesome dude who was also the most annoying dude you've ever met. And like <laughs> when you're the best basketball player in the world, arguably, and you have someone in your ear, like all of the time telling you how to play. And then you have the entire world hating you when you were like trying to, at the time, you know, he was trying to build an image of himself as like a nice, you know, guy mm-hmm. next door, like, ah, shucks or like that was sort of the, the KD vibe, I think before he joined the warriors. And then he like, yeah. had to learn how to become a villain I think it was just like not a good time. And I, I think, I think he was up for, yeah, just, I think, I think you're right in that. He was like, you know, the guaranteed wins aren't the most important thing. And I'm going to just try and go have a good time. And he seems like he's enjoying himself more, which is nice. I'm, I'm happy for him in that regard. And, uh, and I do, I agree with Anis where I think there's a lot of situational stuff where like, you know, if, if KD's healthy, he can win every single game, like on his own, almost. Uh, and yeah. and I feel like that could still be could 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 have been part of the Brooklyn narrative, and might still be. You never know.
3: Yeah, and, and it's, you know, so, it's like, funny to it's funny to bring it up, Freddie. You're making me th- like you're making me think here, Freddie, because hmm. uh, it's a totally valid take on it. And I just you did, guys like, are making me's me been so. He's been so, well, that's what we're here to do. Yeah. Make each other think on video
1: where they can see us thinking. By <laughs> way, let me just uh, let me just so, say quickly, I was always pro yeah. move to Golden State. I was never a person who was like, you're not a winner. I was like, I always saw him as a guy being like, now that's ensuring he's going to win a ring. Mm. Like, that's how I saw yeah. that. I was like, this guy wants rings. That's like it. Sorry, Ennis.
3: Yeah, no, I think that's totally valid. But I think that's funny that like he's went from the epicenter of like being vilified on Golden State the whole time he was there to, I haven't even thought of him. Like Brooklyn has so much other shit going on that it's like, oh, Durant's been the constant, even though he's had injury problems and missed that whole first season. Like he has been like, yeah, Kevin Durant plays in Brooklyn now. Yeah. He's great. I hope we don't play him. Just
1: to, just to double down on my own original point a little bit, there was a little bit of like, um, do we need Karis Levert? You know, um, Mm -hmm. give Mm -hmm. DeAndre Jordan, Jared Allen's money. Um, I want Steve Nash as the coach. Like they're like, he started yeah. dipping into that, like whatever the nefarious, were those, like, his, were those his moves? Like, I don't, I don't know if they're his moves for moves? sure, but like, it seemed yeah. like he was working his way into the, like that weird territory that LeBron's been in forever. Yeah, where he's okay. like, he's not the GM. Yeah. Uh, he's obviously not the coach. And like, <laughs> I, I don't think that that's fair. Those critiques really, but I do feel like like when you're that big, you carry immense weight. Uh, just period. Yeah. Like if, I yeah, think if yeah. indeed really wants something to happen in the Sixers organization, like it probably happens.
3: Um, but it's that's going to to be well, cool. fascinating to watch what happens to that franchise after we beat them in this first round.
1: It really is. Okay, wait. So let's just jump to wow. the play-in, Ennis, I'm going to stick with you. Um, last yeah. question. Let's uh, yeah, we'll speed it up a bit here. But um, out of the eight teams, because there's eight teams involved in the play-in, uh, I'm not going to name them all. But like, what is the one team? Uh, and maybe it's Brooklyn um, that uh, you can envision going the furthest.
3: Yeah, I think it is Brooklyn. I think uh, all the other teams. Like, I'm I'm picking the Clippers to lose twice uh, to Minnesota and, oh, and wow. to the Pelicans. Wow. And uh, I don't th- I don't think Minnesota or the Pelicans are going to give uh, Phoenix or Memphis much of a run in the first round. But uh, I think Brooklyn is that team that. Well, I don't know if Cleveland was fully healthy. I'm I would pick Cleveland to beat them, but uh, they're not. And I'm, oh, that looks, I hate that on the graphic. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't look right at all. <laughs> Can you clarify what that means? I bet it's Esmer. Front runner. I want them to finish seventh and they're going to play what, Boston first round now? Yeah. Is Boston uh, second? Yes, if you're yeah. seventh. And I just want know, that yeah. to be a seven game series that exhausts both those teams. You know what I mean? So that by the time we yes. get to the conference finals and play who Milwaukee, I'm assuming, um, uh, that they'll 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 also be tired, That everyone will just be tired by the time we get to them.
1: Uh, absolutely love that. I feel like Miami benefited from that after the Boston-Toronto series. Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Like Boston, like like crawled into the arena, and they were like, "We've seen no daylight." Um, <laughs> I
3: don't know where I was going with that. Uh, <laughs> no, it makes sense because Miami was playing in Miami, right? Like there was Orlando, like they they were the closest um, to a home team in the playoffs. They were.
1: Right. Um, unfair. There, unfair.
3: Yeah. It
2: must be nice. Um,
1: Kevin, who's your, who's your, is is it Brooklyn too? Who's going to go the furthest?
2: It is also Brooklyn. I think it just has oh, to no. be, I, th- I, I think that they like, they're sort of almost accidentally in the play in, in the first place. Um, They had, they had a lot of misfortune. If they can get rolling. <laughs> then I
1: hate it. This is, this is mean. Matt knows sad. what he's doing. Okay. Um. He's taking screenshots too, trust me. Uh, and like I was saying before,
2: the the KD factor is just it's just, you know, if he gets if he gets going, then it's like he Brooklyn Brooklyn could beat Boston in a series, you know? And so I, I think I don't think there's any other play in team who I could see be like winning their first round matchup.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, here's mine, and um, I'm probably going to get, like, I guess I'm going into, like, hater territory because I'm oh. not picking Brooklyn. Uh mine, oh, I, I don't no. like Brooklyn. Don't make me like Brooklyn. <laughs> you guys love Brooklyn. I totally get it. No worries. Um, <laughs> mine is Minnesota. I just think yeah. that uh, I'm, I'm not at all of the opinion where it's like Memphis has to prove themselves sort of thing. Uh, but I do think that Towns is on, like, a special kind of, like, Season. I love Towns uh, and I want Only yeah. the best for him Oh yeah, I mean he's, a, he's like a, such a great story And I also I just have this weird Feeling that like, you know There's always like a surprise player in the playoffs Like even if they're not like a Like there's someone that everyone knows Like they're just, they sort of like announce themselves I feel like Ant-Man Anthony Edwards is about to announce Himself and I, okay. I just, there's no Real, like it's just a weird Gut feeling uh, Just Another weird gut feeling. I feel like Chris Boucher is about to go crazy on the Sixers. Really? I, just, I don't know why. It's just a I'm gut. Th- or what are we talking about? No, just like hustle. I think I think Boucher sure. is just going to be like rebounding and I don't and I don't know. I think he's going to go off uh, in in a bench playery way. But um, can I make another prediction with that? Uh, add to the, sure. the the in terms of the revenge game. Never bet against the revenge game.
3: Patrick Beverly against the Clippers will either get a triple double or uh get two technicals
1: in the first four minutes <laughs> <You win laughs> that's, those two. that's awesome i think i think pat bev is gonna like like injure two people yeah he's person. gonna ruin someone's
2: day for sure um
1: <laughs> like i think pat he's gonna push like 10 people in the back like it's gonna be like absolute bedlam um hey that bothers me so much i don't know why i'm i'm not rooting for this okay it's
2: literally what he makes his job is to bother people so yeah, yeah.
1: it works yeah. um yeah. Okay guys that's uh, that's that's the pod. We we made it. Thing
2: Oh no Fred. Oh, no Thank you, supports Freddie.
1: us. What's that? Oh we yeah sorry your, it your the face worst is possible frozen. Time. <laughs> oh I'm it frozen happened earlier. It was amazing. No, you're good, you're now. Like, you're my, good now. My, you're now. You're good now. You're back. back. Like,
3: here's my thing with Durant and then you went like this and I then you, you were like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I really hey. thought you were keying up for like a big Durant revolution.
1: Oh man, I thought I thought like I like started trying to like wrap up the pod and matt was going to be like i don't know i thought there was like, like i skipped over somebody's opinion but um <laughs> no you just froze i just yeah. froze uh that's yeah. okay uh well yeah uh, thanks again everybody um thank you guys uh let, let me go to you uh before i sign off here and uh kev let's go to you first um yeah. what's up what do you want to let people know about um or, or just like you know well yeah what um, do you want people to know
2: a couple of things so first of all um I forget the exact dates because I'm bad at promotion. I'm not actually involved in this, but there's a, an event called The Lawyer Show where a bunch of lawyers get together and put on a musical. Uh, it's all for charity. It's done through Nightwood Theatre. Uh, it's happening, I believe it's May 12th to 14th. But go to Nightwood Theatre and check it out. It's for a good cause and uh, it should be a lot of fun. And I'm you know, i not in it this year, but maybe next year Like I'll, I'll hop in there.
1: And, oh, you're going to end up you know. starring in that show. Oh, yeah. Hundred um, percent. It's my life. It's my life goal. Cool.
3: I gotta see that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Is it like
3: mostly legal themed musicals, or like what's do are, are the original compositions? What's the deal? They're doing one this year that I actually I didn't recognize the name of
2: it, and so now I obviously forget it. But they've done like Man of La Mancha, and I think they did the Legally Blonde musical. Although they don't, right, all, right. they don't, they don't do legal stuff all the time. They'll just do a musical, <laughs> right. but it's all like lawyers and legal people. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's great.
1: That's fantastic. Like even yeah. the concept of that is like, I just pictured like everyone's getting like sued in the audience. And
3: <laughs> yeah. Like clearly I don't the, have the to three get, front rows get sued. <laughs> yes. get subpoenaed.
1: Yeah. I'm sorry. It's a um,
2: really, really everyone regrets going. It's, uh, <laughs> it's it creates problems in their life for several years.
1: Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, check that out. Uh, check that out. Every time. <laughs> um, and it's what's up, man. Um, you know, you got uh, stuff on TV. You got stuff going on. What's up? Do I? Is there anything on TV right now? We're, <laughs> We're, about, about, to children.
3: We're about to shoot Children and Everything Season 2. That's exciting. Hey, uh, yes. It's going to be out on uh, Roku in the States for our American Raptors fans that also subscribe to the Roku streaming service. So that's a, very, uh, that's a very specific target of your market. <laughs> um, yeah, Season 2. I can't wait to get back at it. It's going to be fun. And uh, that's about it. I'm just going to be consuming as much playoff basketball as I can. While not working or sleeping,
1: can't. Damn wait. right.
3: Yeah, and uh, what well, we're about to kick off the first game in like five minutes, right? So, that's
1: yeah, right. let's get it. It's uh, yeah, let uh, do it. It's Seven p.m. on the twelfth. You'll be listening to this on the thirteenth. So, uh, yeah, hopefully two exciting games. Again, thanks for uh, for tuning in and uh, you know sharing and stuff. Happy to be part of RR and and Matty D. If you feel like we're good to go, please just give me those sweet words. Okay. <laughs>
0: Listen to the Confederacy of Dunks exclusively on the Rapcast.